Kong, I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Katrina from In Cat We Trust, but also one of the hosts and writers of Women's Wrestling Talk. And we are here on this Thursday a little bit earlier than normal because tomorrow's a crazy day. Uh, but we are here for this week's NXT episode. And I have with me the absolutely lovely, gorgeous, and fabulous Shay. So, yeah, how are you today? I am doing good. It's my off day, so you know I've been relaxing, and I'm just excited to talk about NXT because I actually enjoyed this episode. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, let's I guess jump right in it. Uh, this is I, I know there was a lot of women's action, which was pretty cool to see. I think NXT usually is on point, uh, you know, with the women's action, but I believe uh, we started off with Roxanne Perez and Indy Hartwell. So can you tell us, I guess, what happened in that matchup to start off NXT? All right, so when I saw these two fighting, I'm like, okay, more than likely Roxanne is going to go over just because the Iron Survivor is coming up, and I feel like she's one of the top contenders in that, or she will be. Uh, Let's do that. Um, So watching this, I really, really loved it. It was actually a really good opener, and I knew it would be. I feel like Wendy maybe doesn't get as much credit for her in-ring. I think she keeps up very well, just because she's not really a flashy wrestler. I think that it gets lost a lot. Um, A lot of time throughout this match, they were definitely uh, touching on the fact that, um, you know, Indy's going through a turmoil within herself of if she wants to be the good guy and go by it the right way, or if she wants to, you know, finally win. And for some wrestlers, a lot of times, finally winning means releasing all of your moral, uh, you know, thoughts and everything like that. And I think Indy's going through that right now, and we'll see where it goes. Uh, but Roxanne ends up getting the win, and as she should. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Um, I 
just mentioned this, uh, I want to say like maybe two days ago about Indy's journey uh, as far as after leaving, you know, which was with Johnny Gargano and Candice and, you know, Austin Theory. And then even with the relationship storyline with her and Dexter Loomis, uh, we kind of in the beginning really didn't know where she was, like her path was in NXT because I felt like they didn't know what to do. So it's kind of nice now to kind of see her getting more of her footing, uh, getting more herself and as far as getting more comf confident and comfortable in the ring, I, it's good to see. And, you know, with Roxanne, you know, Roxanne's Roxanne. And she came into WWE kind of already, like, eyes were on her because of what she did before getting into WWE. And so I thought it was a really good match. I thought, you know, Roxanne, you know, from what I clips and everything, Roxanne is Roxanne. I I, th I think the right person won. And again, I like Indy and I'm glad Indy has been getting more wins in the last couple of weeks. I, I think, um, again, I like that she's getting her footing uh, and everything in NXT, but Roxanne with the situation going into, you know, her thing with Mandy before and kind of being cheated out of her title, I feel like she's going to go into, you know, go into the tournament, like with a whole bunch of like, energy kind of like kind of the hope that she can get that back and so definitely agree that i think uh the right person won for that but i do like what we're seeing so far from india i think they're really uh pushing her and not too fast either it's done in like a nice consistent way and so i'm like okay you guys i i see what you're doing and so i i definitely uh like that uh so far so it's pretty solid uh so i believe um the next matchup we had <laughs> was uh, Dante Chen versus uh, I'm the Dijek. You probably know how to pronounce that. Yeah, than it's, I. it's like Dijek. Yeah, it's Dijek. Okay, because mm, you know <laughs> names kind of complicated for uh, me to pronounce. What uh, can you tell us? I mean, I guess it's gonna kind of good to see him back, considering everything uh with his you know character in WWE in the last year or two and so can you tell us a bit about uh that matchup um so for this this was like a basic uh squash match uh Dante really got no type of offense I think that you know they I feel bad for Dante Chen and Guru Raj because literally whenever they need to put somebody over they phone me ringing they like oh god this is what they call the fool again let me answer like I feel so bad I really want them to work on Dante because I I do think that you know, he has potential. He just needs a lot of work character-wise, but he has potential. I just feel bad that every time I always see him whenever they want to put over a new person, I'm like, oh, poor Dante. But I think Dijek is in his right avenue right now. I think this is the most like himself he's been. Um, obviously, he's had to take some detours, but, you know, he's here, and he's Dijak, and Booker T did not say who this week, so that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, so uh, Dijak ends up winning, and I think that makes the most sense, because it's clear he's going into a program with Wesley once he returns. Yeah, um, I do, I'm not gonna lie, I do feel bad for Chen, too, because I feel like the last time I saw him, it was legit the same type of like okay you're gonna be out here for very little <laughs> and then and that's it and I mean and it's unfortunate because I actually think that you know he has like a potential to really be something especially when you have a uh, smaller wrestlers in NXT that seems like that fits the NXT mold better and I feel like he would if they give him more of an opportunity to do so but i feel like they keep using him for these matches and it's unfortunate i mean he's do he does it with a smile and so 
power to him that he's not like really upset about it or anything but it's like oh man like <laughs> all right you know like damn at least one where he's not like gets a list of offense so it won't seem so bad uh but um yeah i'm 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 interested to see i guess what diedrack is gonna um do next you know book of tea is book of tea and I won't get into my thoughts about Book T sometimes because, you know, he does shenanigans. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, I think uh, I do see the whole Wesley thing. Uh, and, or who knows? Maybe he might try to move his way on up. Like everybody else is doing that in NXT. They just decide they feel it's time to go right into, you know, main title picture oh i'm sorry i'm totally slack guys there's pictures <laughs> totally slacked <laughs> totally slack so you got he got his little moment right there his little moment uh before it all came tumbling down uh but yeah oh see i see i spoke too soon he got an extra moment look at him look at him little moments right there uh but um i am interested to see here we go i'm interested to see as far as what i direct you but i do think if everybody else can decide that they're going to be going for the title then why not him i feel like everybody else is doing <laughs> is doing no shenanigans so you know what, what can you uh say uh so I believe right after that, there was a segment where Tony D'Angelo did find Dijak uh, and, you know, said that he would make sure that Wesley would lose the title no matter what. And that was just like, but, but how did we just get to, I feel like that's such an extra place to get to. It's like, how did you involve yourself in that way that it's like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to make sure for you. It's like, okay, calm down a bit. Wes didn't do nothing to you. Wes is minding his business and thriving. Like, let's... Hmm. <laughs> and you know what I think it is? I think he's looking for an enforcer. And so I think he's trying to get in good with Dijak. It could be. You know, it might be. I, I feel because, you know, I, 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 Dijak definitely has like, you know, power and hype to him. So he could definitely be somebody that might be helpful in a situation like that. So who knows? But Sorry, my mic just got weird. Okay, and so after that, we had Duke Hudson with Chase University and versus Grayson Waller. And so I actually didn't really catch this match, but so can you tell uh, us this what happened in this matchup? Um, so what we're seeing is Duke slowly morphing into Andre Chase. His moveset is changing. It's a, he even did the, you know, the Hulk up thing that, you know, Andre Chase always does. Duke is a mole. I keep saying this and I will keep saying it until he reveals himself. He is infiltrating into Chase U so he could take Andre Chase's position. But can I also point out how awesome Duke is? Because he's literally had so many different angles and like gimmicks and storylines. And he literally does his absolute best with all of them. I really have to appreciate someone who can roll with it no matter what. But he is a mole and he is trying to take away Chase U from Andre. It is sick. And then he says, he has the audacity to say to Andre, see, I can stop from doing a, a big boot when I want to. And Andre just looking like, well, why didn't you do that last week when you big booted me in the face? But now you have so much control. Exactly. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> you are like a whole <laughs> you are like a whole rant just now <laughs> but i i agree i do respect that um he kind of rolls with the punches it's like he doesn't 
not saying that sometimes you don't you can't complain because sometimes I feel like you need to complain. Sometimes stuff happens and and wrestling and you be like, listen, let's put my foot down that we not doing all of this. And so in his regard, I do appreciate that he really doesn't complain too too much. He just kind of rules with uh, as you said, but I kind of see that I can see the whole <laughs> I can kind of see the whole whole thing you said uh, happen. I can I can I guess I can see how that 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 can look in that way. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it seemed again. Uh, I do like to see Chase you uh, more often. And I know Stephanie, who is not with us today, you know, wish for safe travel. She's on her way to California. Uh, she loves the the them with regards to you know their whole team spirit and school spirit, and so. Yeah, I think I, I like that we're seeing more of Chase U do more uh, in the matches, but I also like that they're kind of extending how they do like their storyline. I think it's pretty cool. Like I wasn't sure in the beginning when they first introduced us to them where they were going to kind of like, is it going to be like this gimmicky to the point where it's like, yay, school spirit all the time. And I, I like that they're kind of dwelling more into their characters. And so that's pretty cool. I like that. So after that, um, after the match uh, backstage, uh, Grayson Wilder uh, did taunt uh, Chase backstage, and and Hudson promised to make him pay. And you know, I I, I felt there was a point, I guess, where this can be a longer a longer feud going in going forward uh, with this because it was like you can. Just it seemed like there's a lot of animosity there, and I feel like it, this is not going to be one of those like one and done matches. Like clearly, there's some like some some tension there. So I'm, I I kind of I'm wondering if we're going to see something like a week or two if they're going to kind of keep going with this storyline. But so far, so good. So moving on along, uh, the next matchup was another women's matchup between Kiana James and Fallon Henley, and so um. I, I did like that even though uh, Fallon was supposed to have like an injured arm, she still kind of was doing her thing in the match in the beginning. Uh, there, there was a lot of um, points where it seemed like she kind of had uh, Keanu, like even to the point, um, like on the ropes. But, <laughs> you know, it didn't last, I guess, as long as I wanted this to, to this could have lasted uh, with the with this matchup. And I guess it's kind of to get Kiana James more, I guess, comfortable in the ring because, you know, she she's, she's giving more solo matches going work in the ring. Um, but uh, Kiana was able to knock Fallon into the turnbuckle and hit her 401k, which I love. Absolutely love the name of that booth. <laughs> I don't know why I love the name so much to that, but she hit that and did win. And I um, thought she improved uh, from previous uh, matches. And I thought Fallon truly sold, like, for the time that they were in the ring. I thought Fallon really kind of got her Alicia Fox on to an extent. You know, I think Alicia's like the queen of having a good sell. Uh, I did like there was a moment uh, during this matchup. I think she did, like, a... An elbow and then like a double knee breaker, which I thought was pretty impressive. And I was like, okay, Kiana, you 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 getting better there. You're getting better. So, what are your thoughts up on the match? I love Kiana James. Like the more I see her in the ring, I'm like, yeah, this girl's like basically what Wilson is saying. Kiana is a really good worker. I I've been watching. I I just been keeping an eye on her from main event level up. She is a quick learner. She's very fluid in the ring. Like she moves very well. And I absolutely love her finisher as well. The name, like, please. 
Um, but she also has a great hold on her character as well. Like she made sure to do that first. And then now she's just showing what she can provide in the ring, which is a great deal. Fallon as well. I'm not going to leave her out. She is, as Wilson said, very well advanced um, for where we're just starting. So I really, really enjoyed this match. And I just love how the women basically ruled, ruled the first hour of NXT. It was great. Like the women, their matches just were hitting every time. So I absolutely loved it. I'm happy Kiana won. I knew that Kiana would win. I, I love both the girls, but just something about Kiana is just like, yeah, girl, you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like I like Fallon too. And I do think that Fallon has is definitely getting again more time to kind of shine away from her group because you know she's usually with her group. And I like that she's getting more time to shine. But I do particularly I do like I feel like Kiana can really be something if they do this right, and so like I'm I'm hoping <laughs> that you know they keep going with it. But I I like what they've done so far with her. Again, I love her finisher name, and like not that I care about 401ks or anything, but I do <laughs> not like you know. And that saying it's not important. It technically is important. You know, you got those those jobs. You know, you're gonna make sure you're good at the end of the day. So it is important. But I like that because she's supposed to be about like that like. That that's the view. I think it's pretty cool considering how people feel about, um, you know, for a one k that the, I think it's it fits along with the character. So I actually like it. But I agree, they definitely uh do seem a lot more advanced, which is a good thing. I mean, yes, NXT is for the developmental section, but you also don't want to look too much like you're developing in the you know in the developmental section. And so I'm 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 hoping you know to see where else these ladies going, but. Yeah, definitely. They were the women. Definitely was doing their thing in NXT uh, this week. So uh, the next matchup we had uh, was Axion versus Javier Bernal. I um, hope I'm pronouncing his uh, last uh, name right. Uh, this is actually pretty. I actually thought this was a really solid match. I thought uh, Javier kind of put a lot of fight up uh, during this matchup. I was actually like, okay, I'm like all right you know oops sorry wrong part wrong part let's <laughs> go to the right picture uh i thought uh javier was like literally kind of given and i like axion i think i love his moveset again nice quick uh lucha style wrestling and i appreciate that but i felt like uh he's really even with like coming down you know with his like promos coming back that and everything he's been doing well however uh you know while the thing is kind of steady, kind of paced well and really quick, Axion did uh, defeat Javier by pinfall. Uh, and so it did see, I did like also that Axion was kind of selling the knee, like the, the knee injury pretty well. Like it was like moments where you can see he was like selling it well in the ring, but he did pull off with the win anyway, which I thought was pretty uh, cool. Uh, so th I thought it was a pretty solid match for the night. Again, I do like to see, uh, I do like to see uh, Axion, and I do think Javier is definitely trying to put himself back up on there. And so I, I'm, I, I feel like for coming from the women's matches, this is pretty high paced match. So I was, was pretty solid. So what are your thoughts about this matchup? I loved it. I mean, like, Axiom, like, listen, 
I just want him to win everything. Just give him every title. I don't even care. He's so good. Like, I have such a respect for his in-ring work. Like, and I also have a respect for how many turtlenecks that he owns as well. Because that's impressive to have that many turtlenecks all the time. My God. But it's okay. It's okay. Um, I love this match, though. And I love that Javier put up such a fight. Because I feel like they've been working the last few weeks to build, uh, you know, big body Javi as, like, you know, a personality. And, you know, I feel like that's gotten across. He's getting a lot of positive uh, reaction for his backstage segments with Mackenzie Mitchell as well. Um, so, oh, look at, she, Wilson, Wilson gets it. See, Wilson just knows what I'm going to say. Um, yeah, so basically, I, I mean, I'm glad we got to see him in the ring and he can show, listen, I can do it all. I think he is a full package. He just, obviously he needs a little bit more time to really, really completely hone it, but he has character. He has looks, he has presence and he has in ring now. So it's like, we know what he can offer. So I'm just excited uh, to see where he goes, and also Axiom, to see him grow. I agree. I mean, <laughs> I was like, what's this comment about the segments being taught? I like McKinsey. I think McKinsey does handle the segments pretty well. But I, I like that they're trying to push him. And so who knows? I mean, you're saying it's tolerable. So I'm going to assume you don't really like him too much, Wilson. Uh, but <laughs> I thought I think I, I like what they're going with, Javi. I think I think this could really be something if they keep it up. I feel like he's working really hard to kind of put himself over. And so, you know, it, it might not be, you know, such a bad uh thing uh with it but we'll see we'll see i i like that they're both getting some time though uh so uh there was supposed to be i guess a match with toxic attraction at the time but zoe stark uh did attack miss nikita that's where I, the picture was in the wrong spot. But <laughs> so before the matchup uh you know zoe stark did attack nikita and it seemed at the time that we might not have gotten, you know, a match before that. But um, it seems like Zoe is doing a lot to kind of prove that she's just really not with Nikita uh, anymore. And so what was your thoughts on that little uh, segment? Now, Zoe, you doing too much. Because that girl was minding her business. She wasn't even, like, she was literally just walking to the ring, minding her business. She didn't bump into you. She didn't give you no stank looks. There was no reason for you to come out and do all that. It's so ridiculous. But I think Zoe is using Nikita as a physical embodiment of her failures. She's upset things have not been going her way. And so she's going to blame it all on Nikita. And I just hope that this match kind of helps Nikita grow in ring wise. I think that it will. Cause I think Zoe is very good in the ring. And there's anybody who's going to bring the best out of you. Maybe Nikita has that same type of thing where it's like, I feel like for Braun, he elevates depending on who he's wrestling. A lot of times I notice that with him. So maybe Nikita can have that same effect with Nikita, uh, Nikita geez. How could she do it with herself? Nikita can have the same effect with Zoe and it can kind of take her somewhere. Cause that in ring needs a lot of work. Um, but I think she did. You're right about listen. <laughs> I know people like Nikita. I know people go hard, but sis really needs to tune up some things, especially when we, I guess we get to it. But there's some things that she really needs to tune up because I'm like, hmm, hmm. Like you might need to go down to main event or something uh, to get that. Just the, sometimes I'm like, ooh, this wasn't it. And I did see some. Just I guess we'll get into that when we get to the match later on. But I definitely agree that she definitely needs to tune up a little bit because sometimes she does things and I'm just like, hmm, 
Uh, <laughs> I guess, I mean, if y'all gonna keep pushing this girl. I do feel like they didn't push as hard anymore, which is good, because I'm like, she's clearly not ready yet. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I feel like if she hopefully uh, does better, it might be, you know, better in the long run for her. So I know you happen to like uh, this next matchup. <laughs> I did see your comments <laughs> on uh, Twitter. But uh, so the next matchup was JD McDonough versus Julius Creed, who was accompanied by Brutus Cle Creed. And so uh, Sangha and Vera did watch this matchup uh, very closely. Uh, and it felt like JD was definitely more interested uh, in the matchup, probably hurting. <laughs> Jul I felt like he wanted to hurt Julius more than win the match. I, I felt like there was a lot of moments, uh, you know, that he even used a, ch a, a chair or something and then kind of helped in that situation. Uh, but it, it just seems like, you know, JD, he can wrestle. It's, he's definitely somebody, I mean, he irks my soul because he really, truly does irks my soul. He'd be doing too much uh, sometimes, but he can wrestle. And so it was, but it was like, all right, well, why are you going to do all this for JD? Why are we, we going to do all of this? Uh, I feel like the match, like, uh, while uh, Julius did win the match by disqualification, because JD was definitely doing the absolute most, uh, I feel like, you know, in a way, it also kind of protects Julius in a way where it doesn't like make his character look any less, uh, even though JD was doing all that. So what were your, your thoughts about that match? Oh my goodness. I almost died when I saw it was going to be them too, because they both are so athletic. It's disgusting. Julius did a... The man did a suplex, but he it was a stalled. He got on his knees, and then he got back up with him. This man. Is this man like 100 plus or even 200 pounds? This man. He just picks him up. And then let's not even talk about JD's gorgeous... The, the, the moonsault? What can I say? My gosh, like these men, they're so good. Julius is 100% the future. I see it. I see it. No one can tell me different. No. Um, And obviously JD as well. I kind of do like that they're making him go a little bit deeper with this whole, uh, I'm weird and I really like, you know, you know, tendons and, you know, seeing how the body works. Like, I think it's cute for now because he's making it work. But he needs to be taken seriously, so not too many of this. Um, I'll let it slide once or twice, but JD is a real deal, especially in that ring. He's a real deal, and I'm glad that they protected them both, as well as you said, because JD's going to be going into Iron Survivor. I was never in a thought where I, JD was not going to be involved. It just wouldn't make sense. And then Julius, he has his whole thing with Sangha. I thought JD was going to die for one second when he hit Sangha with that chair. I was like, you better run, JD. You're messing up my plans. Yes, my plans for him in this company, okay? So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this, and I liked the finish. Yeah, I, I again, he, JD be doing shenanigans, because he really does, but he, he can wrestle. And so I, I do think that this, like, again, it doesn't really felt like their little feud right now is really finished, because I felt like JD was doing the most during that, that I'm like, okay, this could really well, especially because it, it was like a disqualification that, you know, maybe after this uh, iron, uh, you know, there might can still be something going on between them. I feel like it wasn't necessarily a finished match because of how it kind of laid out. But 
I agree with uh, everything you said. Uh, let's just quickly look at the, <laughs> I mean, see, I said main event and level up is even lower. So you know what? Maybe so, because mm, sometimes like I said, she'd just be just not looking her best uh, sometimes. Uh, but yeah, she is young. You're right. But I just, the way they hyped her up, you would think uh, like Roxanne hyped up and Roxanne has proven. And so just saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so after uh, this matchup, there was a segment at uh, where Braun Breaker met Apollo Crews at Apollo's favorite diner, and they talked about what the NXT championship meant to them and how they both felt, uh, you know, why they would win. And this is actually a really interesting way they did this because it wasn't necessarily... Um, where it was face a heel. I felt like, while well, Apollo did annoy me that he put himself in the match before, and I was just like, this is not how this works, Apollo. You know, the other match he did win, uh, rightfully. And so at least this time, you know, it's like, okay, I did win a match. And so I guess you got the title shot. But I liked that it wasn't really like heel I felt like both of them were very face in this uh, little segment. And they both had some like really good points. And I'm like, you know, I don't think you're winning, Apollo. However, uh, I respect what you're saying. I thought it was a really interesting, and I, I like that NXT has these little segments where it's like the barbershop segment, the diner segment, the like, oh, we're kind of out on the street, not the hard parking lot, because the parking lot seems to be detrimental to NXT superstars. This is like stuff always go down in the parking lot in NXT, but at least in the other areas of the world uh, where they're like not in the parking lot, they have really super uh, dope segments. So what was your thought about that segment? I thought it was cool because I think uh, Braun's the first person to pull up pull up on Apollo, you know, so it kind of already shows that this is different from all of the, you know, feuds or things that, you know, Apollo has dealt with since he came back to, you know, NXT. This is the first person to come to his front door, uh, you know, and obviously it's Braun, so it makes sense for it to be him. I think this is going to be a really good match, but I do think that Braun is going to win, so yeah. Definitely agree. Uh, I... It's gonna Apollo can wrestle as well. Like I said, I was a little annoyed with his shenanigans, but he can wrestle. Uh, and so I do think it's gonna be a really solid match. And Braun has been doing well with different types of wrestlers. I feel like he's wrestled different styles. That's not his. And he's done really well. And so it's not like he like, you know, some people look better with certain type of style. He looks pretty okay with like most of the different types of styles he's come across so far in championship matches. And so I'm I'm definitely looking forward uh to it. Uh so the next next uh matchup was ron wagner uh versus malik blade and so uh i felt like malik tried like really hard he he did try like he went at you know him with a vengeance uh but i was glad it wasn't like a necessarily regular squash match because i was i would have been a little bit annoyed if they would have did that to, to me knowing that i actually think malik wrestles uh really uh really really well but unfortunately i mean you know i felt like there were moments where uh malik was a bit faster than uh ron ron wagner uh and unfortunately being that ron does have you know a bit um size difference you know it, I, he kind of used it you know he tried but wagner did come out with the win and a pinfall and yeah um I, I don't know. I'm not really, I have my, 
I don't really know what rod magnet is there for. Honestly, I was already annoyed, as I said. It's like he's there. So I'm okay, I guess. Uh, and I'm not really sure what his purpose is. And maybe somebody likes him, not me, but someone out there probably is a fan of rod magnet, just not me. And so I don't know what, I mean, I guess. And it's like, he just has these random matches, even when he thought he was gonna be facing Braun with those shenanigans and the audacity. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, I'm not really, I don't know why Ryan Wagner is just there taking up space on the NXT roster, but here we are. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, that matchup? Uh, I mean, I felt like obviously Vaughn would win. And I am glad that, you know, they gave Malik, uh, you know, some offense. Like they didn't just have him go out like no punk because I don't think that Malik deserves that. I really do enjoy Malik Blade and Idris and their, you know, shenanigans that they're always doing, as you say. Um, and then also <sighs> Vaughn, I don't, I think they don't know what to do with him. And I think honestly, this is all being set up for Odyssey Jones to kind of get the comeuppance on Vaughn just from how I'm seeing the perspective because it seems like it's always Odyssey that's running up to you know stop Vaughn the last few times so if this leads to Odyssey getting you know some more momentum going forward when he beats Vaughn you know what by all means I'm, I'm sad that it had to be Malik Blade's sweater that started this I'm so sad about that sweater you, yeah, I, I, it's, <laughs> I wasn't sure why that was the route they went with that, but um, yeah, I just, I'm just not really on the Ron Wagon train. I, I, I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't. Uh, but uh, moving along, uh, we had a segment where Shawn Michaels officially announces all the participants in the Iron Survivor Challenge. So uh, Shawn Michaels did consult with Alondra Blaze, Molly Holly, Rude Dog, and X-Pac to kind of decide the four best men and women for the NXT Iron Survivor Challenge. And so for the men, uh, what they have so for the first four was uh, JD McDonough, Joe Gacy, Grayson Waller, and Carmelo Hayes. And the next week, we're going to have the fifth uh, place for the men's uh, in a triple threat uh, match to find out who will be the fifth member. And in those matches is Andre Trace, Axion, and Von Wagner. Uh, on the women's side, we have Kiana James, Zoe Stark, Roxanne Perez, Cora Jade. That are the four women that were announced. And next week to find the fifth woman will be Wendy Chu, Indy Hartwell, and Fallon Henley. Uh, and so I thought it was a nice, uh, you know, way to kind of put I'm like okay I was a little I'm not gonna lie I was a bit surprised that Kiana was put in directly and not in the wild card because she's still finding her fit in Indy for me made sense that she was in the wild card um but I'm guessing with what they got they're gonna kind of go with it but I feel like there's gonna be some especially with Cora and Roxanne with the shenanigans that's been happening with them um but I, I feel like you know, this is going to be some salt. I mean, I don't really care about Ron Wagner in the match, but I mean, I guess if he makes it, I guess. Uh, but I feel like with the members on both teams, it's going to be a pretty solid uh, uh, matchups between them. So what are your thoughts about the segment and the uh, participates for the Iron uh, Survivor Challenge? Um, I mean, I really don't see much. I don't see a, much of a problem with it. I think that they picked the really good ones. Um, I think they're all good, but you know, like the ones that I feel like made the most sense in terms of choices. Um, I noticed that they went by a totally different set of rules for the women as they did for the men in picking, because I realized that every girl that was picked for the main 
were all people who had won matches. Cora and um, Zoe won last week. Uh, Cora beat Wendy. Zoe beat um, Sol Ruka. And then this week, Kiana also won her match. And Roxanne won her match against Indy. So I was like, okay, so you guys went by basically who won matches in the last, like, two weeks. As opposed to the men, where obviously Carmelo lost last week. But it's Carmelo Hayes. So it nobody's questioning it. I just noticed that they went by different you know, rules. But uh, I really, really do like the list. I think Grayson Waller, while in ring, he isn't like, you know, perfect, you know, with like his wins and losses. But his character work, he's got to be one of the best uh, heels right now uh, in WWE, period. I I would say that I would go so far. He's been really good at making people hate him. He's been really good at keeping himself relevant without ever having to really have a title or like you know anything like that so i have to give it to him he deserves it um and in terms of the wild cards i want axiom to win his and i want indy to win hers because i love indy i can't let it go so that's my choices for who to win <laughs> you know i actually am okay i i i, I do think again indy proven i like wendy trudo so like I like Fallon as well. I like Wendy too, but I feel like this is gives Indy a chance to really show herself. And so I actually hope she gets the fifth spot as well. And I wouldn't be mad with Axion winning. I just don't want to see Ron. I just can we not? Uh can we not? <laughs> can we not? Uh so after that, there was a couple of segments. Uh the first one was Lyra Valkyria. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. Said she will be arriving uh to NXT soon. And so I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Uh, there was also a segment where Electra Lopez uh, made fun of Indy uh, Hartwell. And uh, I was just like, I mean, why are you always just here doing shit? It's like, what do you do? I mean, this is why I couldn't be a wrestler because you got one time and I'm going to be like, let's, 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 let's back this up. What do you do here besides be annoying? What do you do uh, to be doing all of this? But I guess. Uh, but I again, I feel like maybe this is prepping up Indy uh, to maybe be the fifth person in this uh, thing. Who knows? She might have another uh, title shot against Mandy Rose. Uh, and then uh, there was a segment with uh, Alba Fire kind of warning Isla Dawn about testing her. And, you know, uh, I, uh, Isla did do some shenanigans. And so I was like, you know, this clearly messed up the match for Alba <laughs> uh, and, like, didn't even have her a chance to correctly do this. And then my guys, uh, Pretty Deadly, will uh, be having a special Christmas celebration uh, next week. Not sure why next week. <laughs> Seems a little bit early to have a Christmas celebration, but, you know, it's Pretty Deadly, and they can do what I guess they want to do. Uh, so what are your thoughts ab- about those uh, segments? I love Pretty Deadly. So whatever they want to do, just it's fine. You don't, you don't need a permission slip, guys. Just do it because you guys are hilarious. Also, just they're just so great. One of my favorite tag teams this year. Like they're so consistent. They really are. Um, and Electra Girl, leave India alone, please. That's it. Yeah, I'm like, sis, where you come from with the like, mm, like why, why are we here? Like, let's let's calm that down and bring it down a notch to what you're useful for. Let's not let's not do that. Okay. 
because she was doing a lot of shenanigans. Uh, so uh, final uh, matchup for NXT, which was some women's action with uh, Nikita Lyons and Casey Squared, as Stephanie lovingly calls them, versus Toxic Attraction. And so as we know, uh, Zoe Stark did uh, go after Nikita, went for the right knee, uh, and she was cleared to compete, though there was a couple of moments uh, that I was, um, she, she just wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, you know, hitting it, uh, for me. Uh, Mandy surprisingly, after even, I think this week, she hit a milestone, I believe. She's now held the title for over 400 days. And while I had my thoughts about it, I respect that she's had it for so long, even with some shenanigans, but she has it. And so, um, this was a pretty solid matchup. I did like it, but I was really surprised that Mandy didn't really do too much uh, in this uh, matchup. I'm sorry, I totally forgot to like show the pictures. Let's do that, guys. Totally slacking today. Normally, you know, I'm just controlling the pictures. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a really good uh, work. But there was a moment uh, when Nikita, like, I guess it was supposed to be her selling the knee injury and she like kicked into like the air of like nothing. And then she fell. And I was like highly, I was highly agitated by that because I'm like, sis, sis. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? How how is this, this not a good like I don't know if people believe that was a good sell, but I didn't because I'm like I think there was like a thing where somebody said on like about she was fighting John Cena and I laughed because yes, that's exactly what it like who was there that you it wasn't even a good sell personally, and this is what I mean. I said Nikita gotta tune it up a bit because sis, I was like, what are you what are you kicking? That was actually like, you know, when kids do weird things and it's not really that impressive but they'd be like mom look what i can do and it's pure nonsense but you're like yay for you and you try to be a good supportive mom that's what i got from that like she was just saying look what i can do and then I, I don't i don't know like which like Stuart from mad tv when he was like look what i can do and he could do the little and it was absolutely uh nonsense that's kind of what i felt like she was doing it was really i was just like what what, what do we do what is this and so i'm gonna need her to get the selling together because i was highly agitated uh but uh gg and jc hit the hit low uh combination they did win the matchup and toxic attraction walked out uh nxt uh the winners but uh, just i don't mm, i don't know like i said i don't know what nikita was doing but what were your thoughts about the main event so what I will say is, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think that Caden and Katana are so, they they know how to keep a, a match going. Like they're so, you know, athletic and just lively and interactive. So I just love them as a team and I can't wait to see how they are. I know I'm jumping the gun, but I can't wait to see how they are on the main roster, to be honest. I think they'll be a hit, me personally. Um, And, you know, shout out to Toxic Attraction and Gigi getting a pin. I feel like it's not a few and far between when they give my girl a pin. Or she's just taking the pins, and I'm sick of it. So I was happy she was fine. Like, get that pin, girl, because they playing with you. But, yep, I enjoyed the match for what it was. Nikita, girl, the, the spinning, because that was, that was you were spinning in the wind. I don't know what that was. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I was like, sis, sis, sis. What are we doing? Like, I just, I, I don't know. But I'm hoping she, like, somebody get her backstage and be like, Shayka, Nikita, let's not do this. Something. Because she's starting to get my last nerve with, like, doing these shenanigans. And y'all keep, people keep just hyping her up. And I'm like, y'all not see what I'm seeing? Like, she needs some work. 
Okay, I feel like because she has her background that she could really be something if she tuned up some things. I feel like she should not have been pushed as hard as she was. Just because the online fans was like, oh my God, she has hips or whatever is why, yeah, don't be pushing her for that. That's not a good reason to push anybody if they can't get it together. Uh, and so, yeah. But that is how we ended uh, NXT. Uh, I thought it was a pretty uh, solid episode. I'm actually really hyped for Deadline. Uh, I, I'm like really hyped up for the matches. I want to see what's going to happen next week. Should be really entertaining as we're getting the fifth members of these Iron Survivor Challenge matches. Uh, so uh, you tell everybody what you got going on uh, and where they can find you and all that good stuff. All right. Well, you guys can find me on Unpopular Review. Uh, I do reviews for Tuesday and for Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday is at 10, directly after NXT. And uh, Wednesday is 9.30, directly after the challenge. I uh, got to get my reality show fix in, you know. Uh, you can catch me at Sawyer underscore on most of uh, the platforms. And I also have a uh, the Big Pop Theory podcast that has a new episode every monday so definitely check that out be awesome yeah <laughs> see wilson you be knowing because i feel like that's why she's hyped up because people think she's pretty i'm not saying she is she's she's not ugly she's you know has a nice face it's just like i don't i just need them to stop like get her she needs to go she better go get the the, the trish stratus treatment and go talk to finley to get her get her stuff together because because I'm, mm, no, they'll be kicking air. They'll be like, uh, like the Twitter said, let's not, I think it was public enemies. It might've been public enemies. Uh, let's not fight John Cena. Okay, let's not do that. Uh, as for, anyway, as for me, <laughs> you can find me on most social media platforms in Cat We Trust, uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. The E is a three. Uh, I am trying to work on stuff on my uh, channel. It's been a really hectic couple of months with all this panel stuff. Uh, I will be flying out, uh, to California tomorrow for Sunday's panel at LA Comic-Con and got some super awesome. We have uh, our lovely co-host, Stephanie. Uh, we have TK, who is you know CEO of Women's Wrestling Talk. But we also have Viva Van, five belts, five belts champion. Uh, we have Rain Cruz, who um, did the SummerSlam uh, Big E match last year, which was pretty solid. Kid Bandit, a trans woman, and Jin Savani, who also debuted with uh, Rain at the same day, I believe, as Rain. And so... I didn't think it was like I kept saying I was doing announcements and announcements. I was like, oh, I got one more. And I felt like, you know, super unorganized. But I will be in LA uh, for the weekend. And so if you are at LA Comic Con, definitely come and stop by. It'd be super awesome to meet you. Uh, and for Women's Wrestling Talk, you can definitely go check out the site at www.talkpod.com. There's lots of articles every day from all our lovely uh, writers uh, and uh, edited by our lovely uh, Joanne Santana. Uh, we also have shows pretty much every day, okay? There's Monday Night Raw. There is the Impact. There's the NXT show, AEW Dynamite, SmackDown. And we even have some Turnbuckle Glam as well. As you know, while wrestling on, so we have everything like every day pretty much. And so definitely go check out the YouTube and Twitch and subscribe and all that good stuff. And until next time, guys, next week, we'll be back to our regular scheduled time. Like I said, it's just been a crazy, crazy week because, you know, busy. Uh, but until next time, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us on an earlier time. And we love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Women's Wrestling Talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.
Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.